This is Keoni Hanalei, founder of Pohala Hawaiian Botanicals, based in Kohava'ipai'aina, the Hawaiian Islands. Thank you so much for joining me today. In today's episode, let's begin to explore Pua'a Ehu Ehu, fern medicine, specific ferns, and the emotion to which they correlate to. Now, if you have not listened to a previous episode titled Pua'a Ehu Ehu, I would recommend listening to that before you listen to this, because that's going to clarify a lot of what we're speaking about. Pua'a Ehu Ehu, fern medicine. What is fern medicine? What's the lore? What's the story? Um, what is its purpose in this consciousness now? So I would recommend uh, reviewing that episode first. It's titled Pua'a Ehu Ehu. And then um, join me for this one. Those of you who have listened to the episode Pua'a Ehu Ehu, welcome back. Mahalo. Today, I want us to have a focus on a very specific fern named Kilaupueo. Kilaupueo. This is the Teridium fern. Its Latin name is actually Decompositum. And we're going to have a little discussion about that Latin name <laughs> because it's correlates to its emotional quality so well. This is the fern of ruin, emotional ruin. What is ruin as an emotion? And why are we talking about this fern first of the 103, right? If you listen to the episode Pua Ehu Ehu, your Akama, your Ma'a, there are 103. So of the 103, why are we initiating this conversation with Kilao Pueo, ruin medicine? Let's have a little discussion about that. So of the 103 human emotions that you and I are going to explore together, because essentially this is what this podcast is all about. We're going to be exploring 103 human emotions. So why are we beginning with ruin? <laughs> well, let's reference this collective and me myself as an individual, let's reference that to purity. What is my access to and what is my understanding of innocence? Of innocence. And in exploring this, we become very aware and conscious that there has been a lot of corruption. My sense of innocence and purity has been greatly compromised. And this is why Kilao Pueo is such a powerful emotional quality ruin. It's because it's all about reductions. The dismantling of the corruption. And in all forms that corruption comes in. I mean, I can name a few for you right now. Aggression, shame, 
lack, craving, expectations, exploitation, escape, excess, hysteria. And ultimately, we arrive at what is called war, war culture. So Kilao, ruined medicine, comes in and basically cleans house, incites the reductions, dismantles that which doesn't just not serve me, but it harms me. It harms me. Only when we have a clean temple, a clean vessel, now we are in that space of integrity to explore the other 102 emotions. That's why we begin with Kilao Pueo. And I believe this is why the Latin name for Kilao Pueo is Decompositum. Now, as I stated in the episode Pua Ehu Ehu, ferns are asexual, physiologically asexual, but they are predominantly energetically feminine or masculine, and Kilao Pueo happens to be masculine. The energy of ruin, the reductions, the dismantling, it requires an incredible amount of action, solutions movement. And that is very masculine. Now, above all things, what is the primary thing that must collapse, that must be dismantled, that must be reduced? It's the identities. It is the identities to which I have subscribed to up until this point in my life. And, you know, a lot of people will argue that, you know, we were forced by way of conditioning to think certain things and be a certain way. And um, to a large extent, you know, I, I, I will support that. But the medicine has something else to say about that. <laughs> because ultimately what that is, is that's a victim mentality. That means that I have not exercised or enforced my sovereignty. I have not clarified who I am and what I stand for. And I love to put it this way, friends. The only reason why my community, why my brothers and my sisters have made assumptions about me, right? And in assumptions, that means I have inherited identities that I've been sentenced to. The only reason why I've inherited these assumptions, these roles, these identities is because I've not been clear. I have not exercised my authority to enforce who I am, my truth, nor have I exercised my consent. And this is first and foremost, what Kilao Pueo teaches us, it says, first and foremost, know your authority and enforce your consent. Right then and there, you feel that incredible pause. You feel this incredible pause where it's just a deep breath. It's like a reset. 
it's like a reset. It's as if Ki Lao is on his launch pad. <laughs> That's how I feel it. He's on his launch pad, taking that deep breath, knowing that this is going to require incredible energy to first and foremost dismantle the false identities that I have inherited and subscribed to. Clean house, dismantle, reduce that to which I don't believe in. This whole world is a majority of us attempting to apply accuracy to a narrative to which we don't even believe in. And of course, that results in uh, incredible resentment. Resentment leads to the complete collapse of intimacy of intimacy now the collapse of intimacy is just another word for dissociation and this is a predominant narrative in the collective today is dissociation and for the most part i feel it's very unconscious now when we participate in a field of dissociation it is easier to exploit then it is to cultivate and to honor intimacy. This signals a complete split from nature and the sacred has become profane. I no longer see or feel my brothers and my sisters as sacred beings. And the burden of identities. And you know, I, I really had to sit down and feel into this because I said, how can I be in dissociation? I'm always with people. I'm, I'm always around people. And sometimes I'm actually the center of attention. So how can I be in dissociation? But then I felt into this further and I said, all right, how many of these people really know me? None. Why? Because I am performing. I am attempting to apply accuracy to an identity to which I don't even believe in. Why? Because I'm afraid of rejection. I'm afraid of abandonment. I'm afraid of separation and dissociation when I myself am actually subscribing to it. No one knew me. And I went into incredible resentment because the true me was just crying out for recognition and meaning. See me, hear me. I did not enforce my authority, my consent. Ultimately, that's a space of self-hatred. Um, that's what dissociation leads to, is self-hatred. I'm so ashamed of my power, my gift. I'm ashamed because it doesn't seem to be compatible to this current narrative of false identities, of performances. So this is where ruined medicine really needs to come in and clean house. I have to dismantle this narrative that has brought me nothing but harm. And not just harm to myself, but harm to my community. And I love sharing this. When I work with people in a mentorship, I say, brah, the world deserves to know who you are. Show up. Speak. Tell us who you are and then show us. Let's see results. 
the reductions must begin. Clean house all the false narratives and your tendencies to subscribe to these narratives, the tendencies for you to prescribe identities to others must become dismantled. And this process is incredibly uncomfortable and it's always going to be inconvenient because ultimately life as you know it must transform. And when I've worked with Kila Puel, when I work with Ruin Medicine, and I really feel him as a gentleman because ultimately what he's saying is you need to succeed. You need to thrive. I love you. I believe in you. Stop with the false identities. Stop with the performances. Stop with the deprivation and the harm enforced upon yourself and your community. Stop. And he's holding me. The medicine is holding me. And it's saying, I do this because I love you. (laughs) The hysteria and the burden and the pressure of applying accuracy to identities and narratives to which I don't even believe in, to which is a violation to my sovereignty. Finally, finally, a moment of clarity and the reductions begins. And now you begin to see and feel that ruined medicine, it's not so much about locating a destination. It's really about the reductions. It's about determining what in my life has harmed me. What in my life puts me in deprivation? I need to become very clear about that because that becomes my boundaries. These are the identities that I no longer subscribe to. These are the identities I no longer prescribe to the exterior conditions. My brothers and my sisters, governments, entities. I become completely and wholly responsible to the field to which I participate in as an individual and the collective. So it's all about determining what I'm not before I clarify what I am. Otherwise, brah, there is so much confusion and I'm still participating in a field of attachment. You know, participating in the deprivation and the harm when it's convenient, when it's comfortable for me, and then participating in my sovereignty and my truth, my cons- my consent and my authority when that's convenient for me. No, 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 no. We collapse and reduce and dismantle the harm and the deprivation in its totality. Okay, that's integrity. Clean house reductions. And then I have a clean temple to which to reconstruct, reaffirm, resurrect my innocence. My innocence will not participate in a field to which there is any corruption, any false identities. It just won't. And and that's part of its beauty. That that's called self-preservation. <laughs> so you got to do the work. You have got to do the work. And like I said, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be inconvenient, but it's incredibly necessary. And friends, you're going to be okay.
it's gonna be okay. And personally for me, I had to reach this point of emptiness and be okay with being at this space of emptiness. Point zero, right? Because my tendencies wanted me, had me reaching for an identity. Who am I? I need to be someone right now. When really, when we go through the process of the reductions, we're going to have to be okay with being in a space of emptiness. And this is beautiful because this is how the masculine, the healed masculine in reductions can bring us into the meditative state, that which is the feminine. It's a beautiful handover. <laughs> he just hands us to the feminine in her meditative state. What's so beautiful about the feminine is that she holds memory. Now that the house is clean, the temple is clean, now I have the space to be filled filled with my memory, free of corruption, free of false identities. Let's fill this space with my memory, with original template. So I just want to reaffirm, friends, when we work with ruined medicine, it's not about locating a destination. Okay, we have to go into a certain type of cessation of craving and be okay with arriving at a space of emptiness. Just feel how good that is to be in emptiness, <laughs> free of the burden of all the expectations and the identities and the performances that has just led us to exhaustion. Yeah. The saturated masculine is incredibly insecure because he's exhausted. Give him permission to rest, reduce, dismantle, be delivered unto the meditative state of the feminine. Clean house there. Fill that clean house, that emptiness with your memory. Reaffirm your memory at that point. So I feel we'll conclude our exploration of Kilau Puel of Ruined Medicine here. And on behalf of myself and Kilau Puel, Teridium Decompositum Fern, I just want to say mahalo, thank you so much. And, you know, I realize that Kilau Puel and talking about ruin, it's not the funnest topic. It's not the funnest emotion. It's maybe even a little shetty. But I just want to say, this is truly the only way that we can release ourselves from bondage. All right. It's the self-recognition of my authority and my consent to dismantle and to reduce false identities. And that to which not only doesn't serve me, but that which harms me. So, and, you know, just to reaffirm, friends, we're all in this together. Let us all have compassion and witness one another as we all make this really sloppy transition out of an old, outdated narrative into that of sovereignty and power. And let's all admire, learn to admire one another and to honor one another and to really resurrect the power of sovereignty. 
once again. And, you know, that's like my greatest gift in the Hawaiian language. We say ea. Ea means sovereignty. Ea also is a word that can translate as entity. So as you can see, sovereignty and entity go hand in hand. And <laughs> um, that's very telling. So I want to just say mahalo. Thank you so much. And we'll see what emotional quality and fern that we discuss next. But right now, I just invite you to really, really consider and to begin to explore where in your life you can make reductions and begin to dismantle the identities to which you don't even believe in. To be Mahalo. entangled in that which is unnatural. Now I rise exposed and brilliant finally. And to penetrate an illusion, finally, finally.